Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. This is Father Basil Malovany again. Hope everyone is doing well wherever you're listening from today. And it's a nice, bright, uh, cloudless day today where I am. So very nice weather. And this took a little bit of a day off today. I wasn't subbing, I wasn't teaching, so uh, just the reflecting upon things, praying, stuff like that. And today um, is actually the Feast of St. Thomas the Apostle. And we know about St. Thomas from the Gospel stories And usually we see St. Thomas in a negative sense, that St. Thomas was the one who doubted Jesus after the resurrection. And we know that famous story in the gospel where after Jesus rose from the dead and appeared to his apostles, and St. Thomas was missing from that occasion. And um, a week later, he came, uh, Jesus appeared again, and this time Thomas was there. And then, you know, he said to Thomas, you know, touch my wounds, you know, put your hand on my side, you know, and do not persist in your unbelief. And then Thomas said, oh, my Lord and my God. And then another time, um, that's not written in the Bible, but According to tradition, at the time of the Dormition and Assumption of the Mother of God, Thomas uh, was also missing. Uh, all the other apostles were at the death of the Mother of God, at her repose, and he was missing. So when he finally came a few days later, uh, he wanted to see the tomb uh, the, the tomb of the Virgin Mary to give her his last respects to her. And they opened the tomb and her body was nowhere to be found because she had assumed the heaven body and soul. So, uh, St. <laughs> Thomas is often looked at as someone who lacks faith, who doesn't trust what other people say. He has to see it for himself. He has to see things to to prove to himself that things are actually what other people say they are. But, you know, uh, Thomas ended up being a great evangelist. He ended up being um, going to India, according to tradition, and This is why there was a Christian Catholic church in India right from the time of the apostles, uh, the the Thomas tradition in India, which became the Syro Malabar church. Uh, And and it's very interesting. This, This church derives right from Thomas, the apostle. 
So, and he later suffered a martyr's death, supposedly in India. Uh, that's where he died. So, what do we learn from the life of St. Thomas, the Apostle? Well, I think we have to learn that um, we need to trust in Jesus, his words. We need to trust Jesus' words to us and not, you know, doubt like Thomas did. If Jesus says something to us, we have to accept it as fact. So we can't be like Thomas and want to see it with our own eyes. We, we can't be like Thomas and, and, uh, only believe if we see something with our own eyes. You know, there are many things in the spiritual world we cannot see. We cannot see the battle between the evil and, and good spirits. The angels are always battling for our souls. And this because we don't see it, it doesn't mean it's not happening right at this very moment. You know, every, our souls are a battleground. Our souls are always being battled for between Satan and the, the angels that follow God. So we always have to ask for that, um, that grace from God that we are protected from all evil. And again, every time we doubt, it's, you know, sometimes it's okay to want to get proof of something. We want proof of something before we accept it as fact. You know, and, and in life, there, there are times when we don't want to believe someone if they are lying to us. We want proof from them. You know, we want, we want them to, we want to know the truth. And if they are not telling us the truth, we don't trust them anymore. You know, there, there are times like that where we, we will, you know, be skeptical of people. We will be very skeptical of people. And, and in this day and age, there's so many scams in the world. There's so many people trying to take our money away from us, to steal our money, you know, health scams and and uh, internet scams and phone scams. There's all these kind of scams everywhere that people are trying to harm us in some way. So it's easy for us to be skeptical. It's easy for us to not trust anyone in this world. Just like Thomas, he wanted proof. He wanted to see it with his own eyes before he believed the apostles. But at the same time, there are going to be times in our life where we have to trust Jesus. We have to trust Jesus with our entire lives. Even if we don't seem to have proof, even if we think, well, you know, Jesus is not giving me the proof that I should be following him. Jesus should not, is not giving me the, you know, 
the, the, the signs of what I should be doing. He's not telling me what I should be doing and I don't, I don't know what to do. But this is where our trust in God comes in. When we trust that, you know, when we follow the commandments, when we follow the church teachings, when we follow all those things that um, Jesus has left for us through the apostles, through the church, we're going to trust that even if we don't see it with our own eyes, even if we don't, you know, um, we don't comprehend what's happening, we don't understand what is happening, we still are going to do the right thing all the time. If we, if we don't understand it. So, and this is, eventually Thomas learned this. You know, when he died a martyr's death, he had to learn to trust Jesus in every way. He didn't necessarily, this like Peter, all, this about all the apostles had trust issues. They didn't know when to trust Jesus. They ran away at the, 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 the crucifixion. They didn't want to get hurt. They didn't, they didn't understand what Jesus was doing, why he had to die. None of the apostles understood this, except maybe John, you know, who in one gospel, John was at the, at the cross with Mary and, and Mary Magdalene and all those other ladies. But <clears throat> again, how do we learn to trust? How do we learn that it's not necessarily what we see in this world. It's not necessarily what we experience in this world. It's knowing that there's something beyond this world that we have to prepare for. That we have to, you know, prepare our souls for the heavenly kingdom. And, and this is, this is so hard for so many people in the world because they can only trust what they see right here and, and now. They only trust what they see in this world. But we have to, again, we have to go beyond that. We have to go beyond just what we see. We have to have faith. You know, we have to have faith that God is who he says he is, that Jesus is who he says he is, that the Holy Spirit exists. And again, that there is a battle going on at this very moment for our eternal souls. That we don't want to give our souls to the devil. We don't want the devil to corrupt us and cause us to sin and cause us to, you know, do all these terrible things to ourselves and to others that God doesn't want us to do. You know, uh, you know, uh, there are many people in this world who don't believe in God. There are many people in the world who don't, who say that God doesn't exist. There is no God. And, and there's many billions, millions of people in the world who don't believe in God. 
Now we have to encounter them every day. We have to encounter these people every day, probably in our in our jobs, in our communities, even in our families. Even in our very families, we have to encounter the lack of faith of people. You know, and it's hard for us. It's really hard for us because you know people influence us. People influence our decisions. People influence what we believe. And we have to fight against that. You know, eventually, like I said, Thomas figured out the truth. He saw Jesus with his own eyes. He saw the risen Lord. He saw that Jesus was actually alive. That Jesus was actually there. That Jesus had risen from the dead. And yet, even if we receive Eucharist every Sunday, even if we receive the sacraments, even if we receive all the church teachings, it's still hard for us to believe because we are very much like Thomas. We are very much want proof. We want the, we want to see with our own eyes Jesus. Okay. So this is where our trust comes in, where we have to have faith. And we have to have faith because Jesus even said after that event with Thomas, he goes, blessed are those who, you know, believe but have not seen, have not seen but yet believe. So this because we don't haven't seen Jesus, you know, like the apostles did, it doesn't mean we should not believe because the Holy Spirit guides us in truth. The Holy Spirit guides us in in helping us understand the mystery of God. You know? And again, I'm going to go back to what I said a few minutes ago. There are so many people in this world who do not believe in God, who do not believe about creation, about our destiny to be in the eternal kingdom of heaven. So many people believe that this earth is all we have. That once we die, there's nothing left. That we don't, we don't, we're not in existence anymore. They don't believe in the eternal soul. And, and again, they, they influence so many people. This is the devil's teachings. The devil's influencing all these people to spread their lies to spread their false knowledge to everyone in this world. The devil wants this to happen because he doesn't want people to believe in God. The devil doesn't want us to be in heaven. You know? So this is this is something we have to realize. We have to realize this. Alright? So again, St. Thomas eventually repented. This like St. Peter did. You know, when Thomas said those words, my Lord and my God, that was his way of repentance. This is his way of saying, sorry, Lord, for not believing in you. Sorry, Lord, for not believing that you were risen from the dead. That I actually have to see you in order to believe. You know, mm-hmm. and, and how are we going to relate to to 
to Jesus. You know, are we going to have to say sorry to Jesus like Peter did, like St. Thomas did, that we did not believe his words, that we did not, uh, you know, do his will, did not follow the commandments, did not, you know, follow the church teachings that Jesus left for us? Are we going to have to say sorry to Jesus at, and when he finally comes at the second coming? Well, that might be too late by then. If we are, if we are not repenting right now, if we are not asking for repentance from Jesus right now at this very moment, by the time he comes on the second coming, it's going to be too late for us. We have already made our decision by that point. So we either have to choose God or choose to be away from God. This is our choice that we make, all right? So this is what St. Thomas did. You know, eventually he had to choose God. All the apostles, except for Judas. You know, Judas supposedly did not repent. And he went and hung himself. He killed himself because he could not... He cannot face the fact that he uh, gave uh, gave to the authorities an innocent man, that Jesus was innocent. And he cannot uh, come to the terms that he was guilty of sin. You know, you know, when people don't admit their own sins, this is a problem because they turn into a Judas. They turn into, uh, you know, those, the, those high priests in the temple that, that, uh, convicted Jesus. They, they, uh, you know, we are full of pride. We are, think that we do no wrong. We think that we do not sin. And again, this is the influence from the devil. This is the influence from, the devil think telling us that we don't have to repent, that we don't have to do, you know, we don't have to turn back to God, that we don't have to do anything uh, to to uh, make right the sins that we committed. That's from the devil. That's who it's from. All right. So, anyways, back to thy point today. St. Thomas, do we believe even without seeing? Do we have that faith to know who God is? Do we have that faith to understand about repentance, that we have to repent of our sins? Do we have the understanding that God made us to be with him forever? These are all things we should contemplate today, all right? God bless you. Have a great day.